Hello, hello, and thank you guys for always coming through checking me out. My podcast, Judge and Judgmental with me, Shanetta. I really do appreciate all the love and support I'm receiving on iTunes, on Anchor, on Twitter, on YouTube. Like, I'm overwhelmed with the comments and things like that I'm receiving on those different um, platforms. I'm just starting to do the whole YouTube thing with my podcast, so make sure you check that out as well. And today I have a great podcast for you guys. Um, it's called The Selfish Parent. It should be self-explanatory, whether it's a man or a woman. So I'm going to dive right in, so let's get to it. So first off, I would like to thank the ladies of Random Tandem for giving me this idea, more so of um, the courage to talk about this because I wanted to hit on this subject so, so bad, but I listened to one of their podcasts and um, one of them was speaking about um, their child's father being so fucking extra as they always are. And um, I was like, you know what? This shit is universal because they all the way in Milwaukee and I'm all the way over here in Baltimore. So the fuckery of the men is universal. How about that? So I felt that this was really, really needed because this is not going to be a bashing, a bashing session. No, this is all about just making it known and um, pinpointing the things that don't need to be so extra in the co-parenting world and the things that are being done that don't affect us as the, as the secondary parent, but affects our children because the things these guys out here doing or moms, because it's some, it's some bad ass mothers out here saying where there are some bad ass fathers out here. But, um, with my own situation, it's more so like, you know, I, I still just can't wrap my head around how the absent parent sometimes still seems to be like the parent the child still favors or I don't know. It's just kind of weird because it's like my son knows who his father is. Um, he's been in and out, you know, his whole 13 years of life, but never been a consistent person in his life for a consecutive amount of time. So it's like, he understands that this is my father, but he's still a stranger because although, you know, he's my father, we don't have a relationship. We never went out anywhere. We never did anything together. He never came asking me how I was. We don't hug. We don't talk. We don't communicate. We don't hang out. We don't do anything. It's more so of, I see you. That's my father. Everyone tells me that. I know you're my father, and that's what it is. And that's sad, and that's bad. And it's like, wow, like, this is my child's life. And when he was younger and you know I I made sure as I said in my other podcast I really really work hard not to bash my child I'm sorry not to bash my son's father in front of him because it's not my place to put those thoughts in his head about his father it is his own um, responsibility and his own brain and his own feelings and emotions that will, that will generate those things that I feel for his father, he will feel himself. And it's come true. It took 13 years, but it's come true. And I don't want to say I feel good about it, but I feel good about it because 
I hated seeing my son work so hard to try to make someone love them, try to make someone communicate with them, to try to make somebody just say, look, do you see me? Like how messed up is that? Especially when the child looks just like you, you know? It's your twin. Like I can, I mean, I still can see even if the child didn't look, look like you 110%, but still it's your blood, it's you, but especially when it looks like you, when you look in the mirror, you know you have somebody that's a split image of you, but you just basically ignore that child and it kills me inside. So when the situations will always occur, when my son will be like, Ma, I want to call my dad. And I'm like, all right, cool, because I, I gave my son a cell phone when he was about nine. And it was a cell phone, like, basically all you can do is call and you can do text, but you had to use, like, um, the one key for, like, A, B, or C and things like that. So he never had a high-tech phone because I didn't want him to be on the phone like other kids so young and get consumed. So I would, like, go ahead and call his father. So he would call his father. He would either, one, get him on the phone. He'll say, hi, all right, I'll call you back. Or two, he will never answer the phone. Three, he'll never return his voicemails. Or four, they'll actually be on the phone, but it would not be anything regarding my son. It's, what's your mother doing? Where y'all live at? Because I made sure his ass ain't know where I live at because his whole thought, this is my son's father, was, oh, well, I need to be with you in order to be a father. I need to be up under your ass in order for me to be a father to him. And that's not how it's going to work over here. So if that's how he felt, my son was going to be without a father because I'm not going to be dealing with somebody just because you want to be all up with my ass in order for you to be a dad. You need to be a dad because you are supposed to be a dad, not because you got the mom and now you can be a father. Like, that's the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life, but that's the kind of stuff I dealt with, right? So, so then, you know, I just remember him coming to me crying like, he didn't call me back or he told me he was going to call me back and he never did or he's not answering my phone calls. And I'm just sitting there boiling like if I could see him, I probably could like punch my fist through his chest, pull out his heart, shove it up his ass. Like so many negative things came to mind of how to destroy this man because seeing my child break down at such a young age and cry because he was so hurt he was so in pain that the person that he really wants to talk to see be around is treating him like some random ass person on the street like 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 he's some girl he's trying to avoid because he no longer wants the relationship like like he's trying to wash his hands of my child you know and then typically that's what as a mother would do I will call him and cuss him the fuck out because you're not going to have my child over here crying his eyes out trying to be a son to you and you don't want to be a father to him and you either going to be here or not Make up your mind. There is no in-between with this. This is not a, a, a game of hide and seek. You know, I seek you when I want to, but I'm going to hide away when I don't want to be bothered. Like, that's not how it's going to run around in my child's head. So it boiled down to me having to call his father's mother. Like, now you know it's a problem when you got to call the mother of your child's father to get him to talk to his child. That's where all the damn bells in the world start ringing. Like, this is some straight up bullshit. Like, I do not have time to be playing phone tag to have a grown man talk to his child. And 
the one time that really pissed me off where I was like, you know what, I did something I said I would never do, which is withhold my child from his father, but it was warranted. Like, I really could not take any more from his stupid ass. So one day we was talking, his father called me, and I was like, well, if you want to talk to your son, call his cell phone. Don't call me because we have nothing to discuss. You're not giving me money for anything. You're not trying to support me for anything with him. You're not trying to come to any kind of parent-teacher conference meetings. You're not here to help me watch him when I go to school. Like, why are you calling me? You don't call me about nothing regarding your son. All you call me for is the fuckery of what you are, and I don't have time for all that. So don't call me. Call your son. That's why he has a cell phone. But on this case, I said, you know what, let me just hear what you guys say because I'm just trying to give this man the benefit of the doubt for the umpteenth time of the billions and millions of times I've tried, right? So we're talking, and he was like, hey, I'm working down here at the arena, so um, I got tickets so that I think it was the um, Ringling Brothers Barnum Bailey Circus, and he was like, can can DeMonte come? I was like, yeah. I was like, I will bring him down there. I will give him money. I was like, do you need money? Like, I was like excited because I was like, oh my goodness. Like, he's finally understanding it. It's clicking somewhere in his brain. It worked, right? So I'm like super, super, super excited. And I'm just like, DeMonte, DeMonte, you want to go to the circus? And he was like, yeah. I was like, you going with your dad? He was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, we're going to go. He was like, all right, so meet me on this day. I'll be at work. Just call my cell phone, and I'll come on here, and I'll get him. And I was like, all right. So I was like, okay, hold up, wait. I was like, so you said you're going to be at work. What does that mean? So how is the monster going to be in the audience enjoying the show if you're at work? Oh, well, yeah, I got to go to work, but um, one of my homeboys going to be here with with his two kids, so I was going to leave Demonte with his two kids and him while I go to work, and, you know, I'll see him after the show before you pick him up. I got real silent on the phone because, mind you, my child stood in front of me excited and happy to go to the circus thing. And I saw DeMonte to go in his room. And I said, I will never in my fucking life give my child to another man so this man can show what my show my son what a father is like with his two kids while his father is at fucking work. And then when the show is over with, you will have about 10 minutes to see my son because you have no place to stay. You have no car. You cannot stay in your job for after your shift and chill out with him. So that means you got to be in my car with me and I don't want you in the car with me. You need to have your own situation. Like, this is the fuckery I'm talking about. Like, I really was fed up like it was no more trying I'm tired of trying and I said you know what don't ever call me don't ever call my son you are a fuck up and you're never going to change ever and I hung up on his ass then I called his mother because I mean that's like what it was mad at him you call his mother mother could attempt to talk some sense into him you know but she don't really have that much power but I mean that's the only other option I thought of to try to get some kind of sense in him because She's the go-to for everything he needs. She's always there to pick him up and take care of things that he don't do because he don't know how to be be an adult because his mom does everything for him. And I told her, and she was like, you know what, I don't blame you because this boy is over here crying his heart out. He's so upset and sad that his father keep making plans with him but don't, you know, 
follow up or complete those plans. And I'm just like, how selfish can you be? Like, you have no responsibility when it comes to this child. The only thing you did was to help me create him. But other than that, you don't care how his health is. You don't care how his schooling is. You don't care how he's being treated, if he's being fed, if my house is in order, if I'm okay, because if I'm not okay, he can't be okay. You know, you just don't care. You just out here living your life with not a worry in the world. And I am here being a parent. Now, I'm not complaining because I made it clear and known that this is my child. I chose to keep my child, and you're going to be here. It's going to be a plus in our lives, but if you're not, I'm not going to fold. I'm going to keep on moving. And um, But I refuse to have anyone, parent, grandparent, cousin, niece, nephew, anyone, treat my child less than what he needs to be treated or do not love my child the way he needs to be loved. And I made sure that I refused to have him feel that way again by you because you really broke his heart. And I will never, ever, ever forget that moment. I will never forget my child's face. I will never forget the sadness in his eyes when his father broke promise after promise after promise after promise. And then when his father would just pop up, like one day he would just pop up at my son's school. And I'm like, why the hell are you here? He was like, oh, you know, I was just in the area, so I wanted to come by and see how he was doing in school. I'm just like, yo, what is wrong with you? Like, you wait three to four months after you do some messed up stuff to our child and then say one day randomly, I'm going to wake up and see how my son doing in school. And then you don't come around again for another eight months. Like, I'm going to go see how he's doing again. Like, no, it should be a daily effort. Like, it's so easy. He has a cell phone. All you got to do is say, hey, how you doing, son? How was school today? Are you all good? Do you need anything? Like, you don't even care. Like, you're just so selfish because then at the end of the day, when you need something, it's like, yo, can you help me out? No. I'd be damned if I help you out when what you are asking me to do is take from my household, which is taking from my son, that you don't contribute to. That is the pinnacle of selfishness, and I just – refuse to deal with that kind of stupidity and I refuse to keep on having my child be involved with stuff like that because as a sole parent at the time and as a single parent my job not only was to take care of my son and maintain our household but it was to also protect my son and it's sad to say you have to protect your son from the other parent that's sad to say because you would never think that a parent would intentionally go out their way to hurt their child because I say go out their way is because you know because when you're making plans with your child you know in the back of your mind you ain't being a hundred percent honest you ain't being real you being phony fake and you're lying to a baby a child that's so innocent and precious and only wants to be loved and only wants to spend time with you so yes that's what you're doing on purpose because you keep doing it over and over and over again and I 
said enough. And every mom and every dad that has a parent like that needs to say enough and protect your child from the other parent like that because that does damage to a child to be rejected so much. Imagine that rejection. You probably felt it yourself when you were younger. So I'm, I refuse to subject my child to things like that. And I do hope like this gives you some kind of clarity. This gives you confidence. This gives you something to make sure your babies don't go through this like my son did. And as always, guys, have a great day.